All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. At last, Robida Island makes a triumphant return to the city of Toronto. Presented by Botano, Nick Alberga, and Jay Rosso, back with you for another summer hit, which means something must have happened in Leafs Nation. At the Leafs Nation 401, where you can subscribe on YouTube, also available wherever you find your podcast by searching Leafs Morning Takes. So on Wednesday, Rosie, conveniently enough, on the same day their second bio window officially opened, the Leafs announced that Matt Murray, well, he's done. Roby Dialen, out indefinitely, he's injured, he's done for the entire season. What do you make of that? He gone. I don't know. I guess that's the best case scenario. Um, You don't have to, not that the Leafs give a rip about money, but as long as it doesn't hurt the cap, as long as it doesn't cost a little sprinkle of extra getting rid of him, um, he's off. I don't know what Matt Murray's situation is health-wise. Wish him the best. But man, he certainly seemed to get hurt a lot. Um, The last concussion that he had when he got kind of bumped into there, I mean, did that end his a season and a half for him, I guess. I don't know. Obviously things aren't great uh, in his health and wish him all the best, but man, you got to think back to when they signed him and Samsonov. Thank goodness they double dipped and and they got one of the ones to work out, which Samsonov certainly has, but uh, Matt Murray, the worst case scenario for him and the Maple Leafs and their fans is he just could not stay healthy. And uh, this is the icing on the cake. He is officially done. Of course, that was a big story last summer. I remember it vividly. They acquired Matt Murray from the Ottawa Senators. The Suns ate some money, but of course, it was uh, Kyle Dubas and Matt Murray getting back together from their Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds days. And I just, everybody knew it from day one, it was going to get to this point. And here we are a year later, and Matt Murray has played his final game as a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs. I understand it's a loophole. I don't doubt the guy's injured. Can you just tell me? What's changed since the last two games of the of the year when Matt Murray was healthy enough to back up 
Joseph Wall in the playoffs, if you recall. So apparently he's been injured since then. I know. I wonder what the parameters of the league are like when you're, you know, lots of guys want to get rid of contracts and players. Um, that's why those buyout windows open up. We thought that that's why they went to arbitration more or less with Ilya Samsonov so they could buy out Matt Murray. Um, you'd think that conversation would have had happened beforehand, but apparently they could have just done the long-term IR thing, which I think we brought back up in the past. Hey, if he's hurt, why not just elbow, elbow, nudge, nudge? You're really hurt. Long-term IR. But again, like you say, he got kind of banged into at the end of the year, said he had a concussion. Okay, you don't mess around with those things, understood. But then he's kind of back, but now he's done forever. It's just, uh, it's an anomaly. And at the end of the day, um, it is a guy's career. It's a guy's health. You hope nothing but the best for that. You don't mess around with it, I understand. But it does make you scratch your head going, what the heck is with this guy? Does he want to play? Is it a... Is it purely a physical thing or is he just kind of mentally drained and done and finished playing hockey at that level? Did his body not hold up? Did he accept his, you know, his fate and just say, you know what, I'll back up and, and not screw up the team at all and go on long-term IR and try to figure myself out? Is he just going to announce his retirement after this contract? I don't know, but the bottom line is he's off the books. Wish him the best. And we've got our goaltending situation locked up with Ilya Samsonov. So all in all, not the end of the world by any stretch. In essence, that maneuver bought some time, by the way. That's sort of why they went that direction with Ilya Samsonov. And I think it came to a point in time where like they're like LTR probably makes the most sense. They found a way to do it. And I, I do think, to your point, it is the best outcome for the cap situation for this team. No dead cap hit. And they didn't need to trade a, an asset like a Nick Robertson. Like that's what we've been talking about ad nauseum for the last couple months is like any way to get rid of the contract, you're going to have to put a sweetener in that deal. Oh, man, can you imagine just getting rid of this contract and to give up Nick Robertson and then... There's like, like shades, we've of seen before, shades of Patrick Marlowe. Shades of Patrick Marlowe. Guys will go off and, and just wherever he goes, then he'll flourish and he turns into his brother and he's top of the league. <laughs> My God, we're going to be sitting here just screaming, Dubas, you know, as you certainly love to do. And I mean, thank goodness we don't have to do that. And uh, we hold on to our assets and our prospects and we get that contract off the book. So, hey, a little roll of the dice with Matt Murray. He was good for points of time last year, no doubt about it. At the end of the day, one of the worries was, can he stay healthy? And he just couldn't. So it didn't work out. But again, backed it up with Ilya Samsonov, rolled the dice. One of the two certainly worked and, and we're in good shape. A conclusion we all expected for sure. Uh, meantime, I think everybody in the hockey world is trying to figure out how the Leafs are going to make this work from a cap point of view that that's been the conversation around the league. Like, can they fit all this under the cap, especially when the Samsonov deal came to fruition? We know Jake Muzzin's going to go on LTIR. I still sneakily think this team has another move up their sleeve. Uh, I just think, and I'm no math wizard. Uh, I don't pretend to be Brandon Pridham or anything like that. That's why he's paid the big time dough. And a lot of those people are paid the big time money, but I think there has to be a bit more finagling here, Rosie. I'm sure they're they're not against it. I'm sure their ears are wide open and their phone lines are open. It's just a matter of can you make the team better by making a move and helping your cap situation out. Usually when you're above the cap, you're not going to make your team a whole lot better by uh, adding prospects, adding talented players that are going to make you better, uh, especially with what this team has and what they need. It's going to have to be a pretty solid player to add to it. But again, like you say, you got the long-term IR stuff. You can pull some numbers off the books. We know Pridham's kind of a wizard with the numbers and they can get it right up to where they need to be. And like you say, if you got, you know, a deal that makes sense where you can package up some people, send some money out, bring some things in, 
however it works. I know we don't have a lot of draft picks to work with, but magic can certainly be done. There's lots of time left in the summer. And I, I'm sure, like I said, their phone lines are wide open and they're, they're, you know, doing some mental gymnastics trying to figure out how they can a make their team better and B get under that cap to where they need to be come opening night. It's like they've been operating under a different cap system. Like before the Murray situation came out and Samsonov signed his deal, like they were like 12 million bucks over the cap. Like I, I could only wonder what that job would entail on a daily basis, trying to figure out the numbers and what it would mean for the opening night roster. You go with 12 and six. Like there's just so much going on behind the scenes. On top of that, you don't know who's banged up or not. Like they could easily come into camp and there could be a couple guys who are dinged up and, and not ready to go for the season, right? Potentially. I mean, in a perfect world, that shouldn't happen. You have months and months and months to rehab and True. get yourself ready to rock and roll. So there's really not a whole lot of injuries that you can't, you know, uh, get healed up, whether even if you need surgery and whatnot from the end of their last playoff game to opening night, if you if, if you're hurt at, you know, the night before camp or preseason or opening night, like what have you been doing? You know, those guys should be healthy. So on my mind, I say there shouldn't be any injuries coming up, but if things are nagging and, and things happen and they keep stuff under wraps and that comes to light, you know, right before camp, who knows? But the bottom line is there's a couple of different ways to get this off the books. Obviously, Murray coming off, Muzzin coming off is going to drastically dip them down. But again, I don't think, uh, you know, some different moves throughout the rest of the summer are out of the question. Uh, there's a lot of, it's just a puzzle piece at this point. How can we move it around to make it a nice clean puzzle and, and get it by the rules, by the cap and get it under? Um, there's lots of ways to do it and I'm sure they're, uh, they're going to try to find inventive ways to, to keep their team as competitive as possible and, and get it to where it needs to be. How would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study? People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
So Sebastian Aho of the Carolina Hurricanes, their captain, signs a mega extension conveniently enough and perfectly enough on his birthday, uh, his 26th birthday. Eight years, 9.75 mil per season. Automatically, I think anytime anything happens in hockey, it's like, how does this relate to the Toronto Maple Leafs? At least that's the way I think, covering this Maple Leafs team. And I think there are a lot of parallels to draw between the two players and thinking, of course, Aho and William Melander, who's still without a contract and a year away from UFA status. You look... Primarily at Aho, he's hit 35 goals in three of the past four years. It easily would have been four if it weren't for the 56-game slate in the COVID-shortened season a couple years back. Then you look at Nylander, he's 27, back-to-back 80-point seasons, first career 40-goal campaign. I guess the biggest difference you can find, at least for me and the players, outside of the fact that Aho is probably a more well-rounded player, plays the PK, plays all facets of the game, is the fact that he's a center and Nylander is a winger. But at the very least, you have to think the Nylander camp is looking very closely at that Aho situation, no? Yeah, for sure. They're, like you say, comparables. And, uh, you know, they're going to do everything they can to compare and claim that Willie Nylander is better than Aho, and hence why we need more money than he got. That's a monster contract he got. Long-term eight-year deal, too. Um, With those long-term ones, I mean, that's the max you can sign for. It's always a toss-up. Does anyone know where anyone's going to be or what they're going to look like in eight years? The answer is no. But in order to lock guys up that you want, you take that risk, you roll the dice, and you see what it's like. And lots of times guys aren't worth their contract the last two, three years. Sometimes they front-end load them for that reason. Blah, blah, blah. Bottom line is that's going to be a comparable no question. And whether that brings the two camps closer together in, in an understanding of what Nylander's worth that just depends on on where their headspace is at, who's being stubborn, who's being greedy, um, whose head is up in the clouds. It's hard to say, man. We know that Nylander wants to get paid mega, mega. Can they afford to pay him mega when, you know, their other core four are getting paid mega dollars? And, you know, is he worth it? And is he going to get that on the open market? The Leafs have a tendency to overpay their players just to say, look at our big guy here. We're going to keep him in town and lock him up for the Leafs nation. And, and then it's like smokes. You got, uh, you know, you're up at the cap with these guys. And I don't know what's going to happen with this Nylander story. I think he's worth a good chunk of money. Is he going to be like superstar, going to get overpaid? I don't think they can do that. I don't think they will do that. Is he going to take a discount and just hang out? I also don't think he's going to do that. We know he's not scared to sit out. We know he's not scared to say, hey, I know my worth and I'm not scared to, you know, sit on it and, and make you pay me. He sat out before and missed training camp and whatnot. So, It's tough, man. I don't know what's going to happen with this thing. I truly believe they're going to start the season with it not finished. And we'll see how that season goes and see if anything changes. Because of right now, I don't think anyone's going to break. Yeah, I agree with you. Like the biggest difference from the last time around is the fact that he's got a contract in place. He has one year left, but it walks him right to free agency, right? But I I totally agree with you. Like, I don't want to say this contract has sealed the fate of Willie Nylander in Toronto, but I think if there's one thing we learned is that he has a number in mind, he's going to get that number. And there has to be on both sides of the conversation. They have to come together to make a deal happen. Right. And you just wonder the motivating forces on both sides. And just knowing about Michael Nylander, knowing about Willie and the, his style the last couple of years and negotiating, I just don't see a pathway, Rosie. Like I really, really don't. And, and that's okay. Like I, you know, I'm probably in the minority, but I'm I'm good with them going the year with Nylander as a guy who's going to become a free agent. Like sometimes sometimes you have to roll the dice. And I think at this point in the offseason, it would make no sense to, to flip or trade this guy. Unless, again, we can have that conversation at a later date about San Jose, maybe. 
but I, I, I there's only minimal teams that I think would be available to take on that contract and actually give you what you want for this player. So I think the only resolution right now is to go into next year without a contract. I think so. And depending on how the year is going, you know, you got until trade deadline to do something yeah. or else you absolutely risk losing him for nothing. Um, if you're making a run at the cup, teams do that sometimes. You know, we know we're probably, you know, we're not going to keep this guy, but we're making a run and we want him right now. And yeah. um, that's dangerous. You know, losing a Willie Nylander for nothing is is not ideal. Um, but you, you got to sit and see if you can't get him locked up, which it doesn't look like they're going to be able to do. You got to see how the season's going where you are headed into um, into the trade deadline, into playoffs. What do you need? What does it look like? And last, last chance you can do it is at that trade deadline. If they need to make a big change and they're not happy with something, you know, make a trade, get a big boy. Like they, someone's going to need a Willie Nylander. We're going to need something. Maybe make a deal there or maybe hold on to him, roll the dice, or maybe get him signed up at Christmas. It's just yeah. everything's up in the air. And as of right now, I just think that both sides have no reason to bend. And it looks like they're not going to. So, I mean, yeah. time is time's going to tell, but I really don't know what's going to happen with this one. It could be, you know, a number of things. And and the more you see these type of contracts roll out, I, I just don't think it's in favor of the Leafs, like the Aho contract. And again, people yeah. are going to have some pros and cons. Are they similar? Are they not different positions? But I mean, you look at the numbers, um, Nylander is a probably better goal scorer, but the all-around player is Aho, like, the more these type of contracts come out, I just don't think it's going to benefit the Leafs side. And that's why I think there comes a point in time where they have to look at themselves in the mirror and say, you know what? I don't know if this is going to get done. I don't know if Nylander is going to be a Leaf past this season, unfortunately. Maybe not. And why is that? Because the core four are making monster yes, money. Sir. Like, look at what John Tavares makes. Yeah. That, I mean, if that was four million bucks less, you know, we'd be able to work it with is. it. But everyone's just topped right up to the top. The The brim is filled. You can't put any more in or it's going to overflow. You just can't do it. And, you know, especially with a guy like Willie, who's a, a talented player. He is a, a player who knows his worth, who wants to maximize his value. Him and his agent have shown again that they're not scared to to say too bad i'm not you know i'm not getting pushed around i know and and when you got those two sides happening like it's a stalemate and it's not going to change anytime soon i don't believe and with that contract coming out like you say it only makes it more difficult you just can't be signing these monsters to everybody it's not how it works and they're in a position where their their cup is full man i think the eric carlson situation is so fascinating here he is a guy coming off an unbelievable season the first defenseman in 30 years to get to 100 points He's, he wins the norris trophy and he's pretty much trying to negotiate a trade out of town. But San Jose is like, we're not giving you up for nothing. And just because of his price tag, nobody wants to give them anything. But over the weekend in an interview with Express and Hockey reporter Adam Johansson, um, Carlson pretty much stated he's talked to Pittsburgh. He's talked to Carolina. He's talked to Seattle. He's talked to the Toronto Maple Leafs this summer, which isn't surprising. The Leafs have been linked since pretty much Bradshaw Living took over. I don't know about you. Like, it's tough to see a pathway there is a pathway there because of a guy like Willie Nylander who could be part of a deal, but I don't know if the Leafs want any part of something like that. There is a pathway on paper. It would make a lot of sense, but I still think it's a pipe dream, Eric Carlson at Toronto. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I don't know. It's tough when you're, you know, you got two different players. They're different positions. They're both premier players. Who's worth more? Who's willing to, you know, get out of the deal and, and salvage something so it's not a complete loss? I don't know. Tree Living loves to make deals if anyone can do it I do think it can be him you look at what he pulled off there when he when he didn't want to lose completely you know the likes of Johnny Goudreau and and to Chuck and and these types of things he pulled off some big moves 
And can he do it again? Possibly. Could they move him in for Carlson? Maybe it would be a, certainly a, you know, a, a blockbuster trade that, you know, halt the, halt the show. We got breaking news here. This trade just went down would be wild. It'd be great to see. Um, ultimately, like I said, it's so complicated and there's so many things going on that it's hard to even win. If they pulled off something like that, I'd just be, uh, I'd be excited no matter what saying, Hey, at least we, we made a splash and tried something. Obviously it made sense to the powers that be in the front office. It'd be wicked. Can they get it done again? I don't know. Both sides again are going to have to think that they're winning or, or in a position where this makes sense. It's hard to get to that point, but again, tree living's done it in the past and anything is possible. It'd be pretty neat. Like most things in uh, late July, early August, very, very slow moving on the Carlson front and uh, neither side is really moving very much in terms of what assets they'd love to give up in a deal. And, and San Jose is just not going to trade this guy for the sake of trading him. As mentioned, like he is coming off a historical season, but again, the cap hit and everything surrounding the player he wants out, it's really hurting the leverage of the San Jose Sharks. But I think at the very least, the Leafs have to continue doing their uh, their due diligence on that situation. Again, financially, I have no, no clue how they would make that work unless it's a big ticket guy leaving Toronto to go to San Jose. But if you're involved in that derby, I, I think you have to be involved just more. So the magnitude of a guy like Carlson, what he can mean to this team. And the fact that outside Morgan Riley, Rosie, they, they really haven't had a puck moving presence on the back end. Like that's one of the things I would love to see this team have more of moving forward. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we got that Klingberg acquisition and we know yeah. he has been capable of, of doing those types of things and has just kind of not had his best last couple of years, I guess you could say. And so I think there's a lot of uh, hope. And, you know, I always laugh when people have hope that a guy's going to sign with Toronto and then outperform his best years where it's like we say, it's difficult to perform in Toronto. There's a lot of spotlight and pressure and and everything else in the in the town. So it's hard to come there and be even better than you were in the past in a smaller market, but stranger things have happened. He's capable. But like you say, we are maybe a little bit thin back there. And again, every time you talk to a guy, I talk to guys that have won Stanley cups and they're in the mix. And there's always a theme of man, big D wins championships. And every team that, that gets it done, they have these stud D men, they have guys that keep the puck out of your net. They have guys you can rely on that can get the puck up to the forwards and they can get up there and hold the line and they can chip in offensively and they can work the PK. They can work the power play. They can do it all. And and it starts with, you know, you got to have a real good goal. You got to have strong D and we have no problem with, uh, you know, offensive power and goal scoring forwards. Great. And like you say, it is, uh, it's very appealing to say, holy smokes, how could we, you know, maybe we lose a Willie Nylander, which maybe we would anyway, but we get an Eric Carlson somehow in the mix. I mean, looking back, if that were to happen, you could say, holy smokes, was that ever a game changer for this team? They were always searching for something in the playoffs and boom, now you have it. Very appealing potentially um time will tell again um it would be nice to get an eric carlson like you say he just rattled off a, a career year and a norris winning campaign 100 points as a demon my god he's an absolute stallion can we get him or not i'm sure tree living's uh cracking the books and working the phones trying to see if there's any way that he can make his team better and i i guarantee you that's not off the table Meantime, the Botano wrap-up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. And, of course, recently named the 2023 EGR Brand of the Year. Let us tell you about some of the futures plays. You're missing hockey right now? Don't worry. There's some NHL stuff you can bet on uh, via Botano right now, including Stanley Cup winner, plus 900, the Colorado Avalanche and the Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
Uh, the leading favorites for that in terms of betting, you can bet on the conference winners, the divisional winners, which teams to reach the playoffs, which teams not to hit the playoffs. There's some specials as well, like the winning nationality. Is it going to be a Canadian team? Is it going to be an American team? So it's great to see as well from the awards standpoint. You can bet on Matthews to win the Hart Trophy again, the Rocker, Richard. There's different avenues you can go right now, Rosie. I know even in late July. Yeah, I love doing that stuff. Uh, you know, you look at who's cracking it with a new coach and making yeah. a run and you you bet on the Jack Adams award, things like that are fun. And, and there is always high value for it. Cause anything that's futures where things can change, you know, the numbers are always pretty good. And I always have a few at the bottom of my account. There some futures bets and you look down, you go, Oh yeah, that's looking like it might hit. And then when that hits your account, if you get it right, is always a sweet, sweet bet. So uh, it's fun to play those things for sure. Like you say, there's not a lot going on this summer, but you can uh, tee yourself up for down the road pretty nicely by getting some of those futures in. So just to wrap, please tell me, um, how was that fight with the sun? <laughs> it's a losing battle. Sun's strong out here in BC. We posted something the other day and people were like, what the fuck did Rosie get up to? I'm like, I could only wonder what you did in the sun, my friend. On the pontoon. Oh, it's <laughs> nice out here, man. I can't help it. It's only going to get worse as time goes on. I got a few more weeks, so get used to it, folks. We're getting brown and ground today. We'll see. Might, might turn into a nice tan. Yeah, just wait. I'm going to Europe next Thursday for like 14, 15 days. Hope to get some sun out there. So maybe I'll be at Jay Rosal level when I come back. That'd be nice. Get that Italian tan going, baby. Yes, sir. So there you have it. That's Jay Rosal. I'm Nick Alberga. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube page at the Leafs Nation 401. You can search us wherever you find your podcast as well. Just search Leafs Morning Take. We'll talk soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 